entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 392. And it is Tuesday, January 25th. 2022. That's not the voice of Layton. It's not. Layton had, an, I guess, a more important meeting. It's hard It's hard to imagine something more important than recording the French Press podcast. I but, know. Um, he thought he had something more important to do. Yeah. And, it's so important that we didn't even skip. Yeah. And Theodore as well. Uh, I don't know what Theodore's reason was for not being able to make today's podcast. Maybe coffee break got in the way. <sighs> yeah. Yelling Coffee at, break or yelling at uh, minority children, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, we do have a good episode planned for you. I've got a story from this past weekend. Carmen and I went away and we disconnected mm. from the world and spent the weekend strategizing and planning out our lives and prioritizing kind of what's what's important for this upcoming year. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. It was uh, it was a lot of fun and it was really good. Um, I hadn't ever really heard of couples or even individuals really doing that a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I've read books of people doing it, and PWI where we work, they do that as a company. But uh, I, yeah, it was, it's, it's, it's something. It was something new, <clears throat> something new for for me and Carmen. But it was really good, and I would encourage anyone to do it. Nice. Um, it's just good to think about what are, what's important to you mm-hmm. and rank it in order of other important things because we all have multiple important things to do, mm-hmm. and you can't do it all. That is true. So how could a weekend like that turn into a disaster? Ruben, tell me how. Well, we, we the, the place where we went was Saugatuck or Sagatuck, Michigan. It's about an hour and a half away mm-hmm. from, uh, from where we live. And on the way up, uh, it started snowing. And Carmen was hoping that it would be a snowy weekend and we'd have, uh, um, yeah, just snow outside and be able to sit inside and, and you know, be cozy and drink coffee and hot tea. And on the way up, it was snowing. And uh, not so terrible that it was, you know, you know the roads were dangerous, but it started mm-hmm. snowing. And o- over the weekend, it did get really bad. Yeah, in fact, it was it, so bad on Sunday. It dumped a lot of snow. No one had church in the area. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. Anyway, it was snowing on the way up, and uh, it was beautiful. It was kind of like a, a, maybe a foreshadowing of things to come mm. with with future snow. But we made it up there safely, um, had a great time. And something that actually one of the priorities Carmen has is that she wants to spend more time outside this next year. Mm-hmm. She's doing a 1,000-hour challenge, a 1,000 hours outside this oh. year. And so I told her I, I'm going to try to do it with her. Sure. So in the uh, so so we got there Thursday evening and I think we just ate at the cabin. We take we took some food along, mm-hmm. made some steaks, some scallops the one night. And so we yeah, had some some good great quality food. Uh but then the following evening, I, I kind of assumed we would take the truck at some point to go to town to, you know, grab a bite to eat. Mm-hmm. And we actually ended up just walking the following night. Um, and it had stopped snowing, so it was easy and, and no, no problems. Mm-hmm. However, on Saturday night, we saw the forecast and a, a big snowstorm was coming. Mm-hmm. And so we decided, you know, we're actually going to drive to town. 
uh, this time because it was getting later in the day as well. Had you walked to town the other time? Yeah, it was about okay. it was about point eight miles away. Okay, oh, okay. So and it helped us get our time in outside. Yeah, get some exercise. Mm-hmm. So it was like a it was a win win, mm-hmm. but because it was starting to snow a little more heavily Saturday night, and because it was late later in the evening, we didn't want to walk back in the dark. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were walking around a little bit to get our exercise in, and then on the way back to the house, uh, I went and remote started the vehicle. I have an app on my phone, mm-hmm. and hit remote start, and I figured I'll be nice and toasty by the time we get back. So got back to the house and saw that my truck uh, hadn't started. Hmm. Like, hmm, that's kind of strange. And then it so it, wait your your truck can remote start like remotely not even from when you're close by the truck yeah it has a cellular connection oh that's really cool uh, and I use it uh, I use it when, I've used it several times when it's been really convenient because you're too far away that the the fob won't yeah. start, won't reach can you schedule it to start at a certain time of day uh, not with the default <clears throat> Ford app okay uh, maybe you could with some other mm-hmm. integration. Anyway, get back to the house, and the truck hadn't started. And then it hit me. It hit me that uh, on the way to from from Indiana to this cabin in Michigan, it was snowing a little bit, mm-hmm. and I had turned on the lights manually oh. because they weren't coming on. They weren't coming on. And it just hit me that a, a dreaded feeling went through me that I drained the battery. Mm. It's a sick feeling. Yeah. Because what do you do? What do you do is right. You're not, yeah, you don't even know your neighbors, <clears throat> at least not at this point, and you don't know anyone else around. And uh, I, I went, I had the fob with me as well, and I, I tried the fob to unlock it, and it didn't, it didn't start. Uh. And so uh, the fob uh, has a key in it as well. So I unlocked it, and no lights came on. It was dead. A dead, dead. Yeah. Wow. And at this point, it was starting, it was getting towards evening now. It was starting to get a little, little dark. Um, and actually, sorry, I take that back. It, it hadn't been snowing yet. Okay. There was just there was just forecast. The, yeah. It was supposed to start around 9 p.m. or or, or 10 p.m. something like that. Mm-hmm. And we knew it was going to be a big storm. Like we were very well aware of that. Anyway, uh, I uh, what did happen next? I think I, I know what I did. I just I turned around and happened to see a n- neighbors across the street get into their vehicle. So I went over to them and said, "Hey, do you guys have jumper cables or like a car uh, a, uh, a car battery charger?" Yeah. And when I when we got to the cabin, we I had driven into the lane, and mm-hmm. there was which was beside the house, and then there was trees on the other side, mm-hmm. and I'd driven into it. Yeah. So my engine is as far away <laughs> from the road as is possible. Right. And what's kind of frustrating is that Carmen said, uh, she said, why don't you just back in so it's easier to unload stuff? <laughs> and it's like, it may have been easier, but just barely. And so I said, no, it's just it's just not worth it. Uh, if we had done that, that would have saved a lot of time and <laughs> uh-huh. effort. Uh-huh. But we didn't. <clears throat> so uh, I went over to the neighbor. They were just getting out. It was a younger couple. They were really friendly. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, um, uh, or, or I asked him if they had if they had jumper cables, and he said, uh, "I'm not sure, but let me go check." And then his wife said that, "Well, if we don't, I know that my dad does, and we're going over to their house tonight." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Oh, okay, that would that," and then just like that, then the husband came and said, "Hey, I'm sorry, I, I don't I don't have anything." Mm-hmm. Um, 
But so they kind of gave me a little bit of hope that maybe they'd come back with something. Mm-hmm. But that was the first neighbor I checked, and, and mm-hmm. they said, "Hey, the neighbor's right beside us. Like he's he's a great guy. He's got lots of stuff. Um, check them out. They might have something." So sure. I said, "Okay, cool." And then uh, I asked, well, "What about the neighbors over here?" Because uh, we had seen that we had seen those neighbors also get mm-hmm. home earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, I, I don't know. Like, don't really know them that well. But kind of gave me the, didn't really encourage me to go there. Like, they're probably not going to be very helpful. Yeah. Well, either way, I ended up going to that house as well. Mm-hmm. And I could see someone was definitely at home because I could see inside the, the front door had the, the dishwasher was open. There was a dog laying around. It looked like someone had just ran upstairs or just jumped into inside another room. Mm-hmm. But I stood there and knocked and waited a few minutes, knocked again, and there was no sign of human life. Mm. So I, I left them. I did notice a Black Lives Matter um, flag in their front yard, mm. which I thought was just interesting. Interesting observation. Yeah. I'm very keen that way, Jeff. <laughs> I like to get a feel for what kind, of, what kind of people am I dealing with. What kind of person are you? Uh, and so th- thankfully there were a lot of houses around. So then I went to a th- I went to the neighbor that they suggested I go to then, mm-hmm. but no one was home. Uh-huh. Lights were out and yeah, no one was home. And, and then later Carmen told me she d- just saw them leave right just before, kind of we figured out the truck was dead. Mm. So go to a, a fourth neighbor, and uh, I see someone in the living room as I walk up there, and it's uh, it's an older style of house. Mm-hmm. So I knock on the door, and someone, uh, a large man comes to the door, older. In his pajamas, uh, slippers on his feet. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, do you by chance have jumper cables or a car battery charger? Mm-hmm. My vehicle's dead. And he said, I don't have a charger, but I do have jumper cables. Mm-hmm. I said, could we borrow them? I said, well, do you have a vehicle? I said, no, but the other neighbors, um, they're coming back later, and I think they'll help us. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I'm not just going to give my jumper cables to anyone. <laughs> And then he said, but I, I, I'll come over and help you jump it. So I was like, awesome. Thank you. So I walk, and then I did, I did tell him, hey, do you have long jumper cables? Because mm-hmm. uh, it probably needs to be about 20 foot. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, yeah, it, it needs to be about that far to get from, from a vehicle behind the truck to reach all the way to the front. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, they're, they're long. And so he comes over, but... He cut, his vehicle is a old Ford truck with a uh, snowblade, and uh. it's just a little too tight for him to get in there. Yeah. So he said, "Well, why don't let's just try pulling it out?" Mm-hmm. So I knew that from previous experiences with vehicles that don't have just newer vehicles. Like if you yeah. can't start them, you can't put them in neutral very easily. Right. But there usually is a trick to do it. Yeah. So I quickly tried, I, I tasked Carmen, find out how to put this thing in neutral. And then I started helping the gentleman tie the, the back of my truck to his truck. Mm-hmm. And she, she looked for something and, like, found a video. Or actually, uh, yeah. But, we, but co- we, couldn't, we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't find. The video was for a different model of Ford vehicle. Yeah. It just could not figure out how to put this thing <clears throat> in neutral. Mm. And so I, I told the guy, I'm sorry, we can't get it in neutral. Yeah. So he said, okay, well, so he said, okay, I do have a trickle charger that if you charge it overnight, maybe tomorrow morning, maybe it'll have enough juice to start. 
So I said, right, well, that would be terrific. That would be a great start. So we go back to his shop. He goes in his little garden shed and gives me a trickle charger. <clears throat> I thanked him. I went back to the truck, and uh, I plugged it into an outlet. There was an outlet outside. Mm-hmm. Hooked up to the batteries, and there was a spark. And that spark, it was a really, it gave me some life. Yeah. It almost felt like it jump-started my heart. Oh. Because I was getting discouraged. Because it was getting towards evening. Mm-hmm. It was, we're an hour and a half from home. There's a big snowstorm coming. And you just, like, we're stuck. Yeah. So it, it really felt good to see that spark. And I opened the door, and I saw a little light come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Not, it was actually a light I'd never seen before. It, mm. it was kind of in fact, I should go look now where it was. It was it's over one of, one of those lights that you never notice until <laughs> all the other lights are off. Yes, it was over by the passenger door. It was almost like an maybe like an indicator light of <coughs> "you're such an idiot" light. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's what it was because that would make sense. Anyway, so we we hook it up uh, the trickle charger and then we walk to town to go eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Go eat dinner, find a nice pizza place, have a good time. But it's still in the in the back of my mind that. This may not be the solution we need. Right. So we get back to the house, and um, and this is now a few hours later. Mm-hmm. And uh, go look at the truck, and like, there's no more lights. Like, it's just still that same light is on, but no mm-hmm. additional lights. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't look like it really did a whole lot. Right. Which at this point I would have expected at least some interior lights <clears throat> to come on. Something. If it was going to do anything. Right. <clears throat> It just wasn't. So I did start looking up what wrecker companies in the area because mm-hmm. maybe we need to get a tow truck out to, to jump, to help us get jump started. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but just soon after that, the, there was a knock at the front door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I bet that's the neighbor from across the street. And, and sure enough, it was. So he said, hey, my father-in-law, he's got a jump start uh, DeWal- DeWalt. It wasn't DeWalt. Uh, I forget what brand it was, but a mm-hmm. jump, uh, a jump start, jump start, kit. yeah, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> ap- and it also has like a, a charger built into it as well, so you can jump start your vehicle and oh, then you cool. can leave it overnight to charge. I said, "Oh, awesome, thank you." So I grabbed it, went and hooked everything up, and the weirdest thing happened. The uh, this this uh, this jump start battery kit was supposed to be smart. Mm-hmm. So it could sense how much juice was in, or how many volts was in the battery. Yeah. And it appeared to be full. Interesting. So when I went to hit the jump start button, what's supposed to happen is it like it like revs up and starts putting juice to the battery. Yeah. And then you're supposed to go try to start the vehicle. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that it sensed that it was full. And so it like started for like half a second and that would just stop and say, and then it gave an indicator saying that your battery is 100% full. Interesting. And then I then I, I thought, well, maybe I'll just try just charging it. So mm-hmm. I hit the charge button, and it did the exact same thing. Mm. And I spent probably half an hour doing clicking different buttons on this thing. It's not complicated. It just has a few buttons. And I, I looked at looked online to see like, what's going on. Uh, and then I saw it, it gave an it did give a it did give an error message, uh, but basically it just meant that it was full. I looked it up, and it was just saying, hey, we can't jumpstart your vehicle because your battery is fully charged. Mm-hmm. And obviously it wasn't. Right. Um, and then I happened to see one of the options was R-E-C-O-N-D. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading online, I saw that, oh, there's a, an option to recondition your battery. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't actually know. Do, do you know what all that means, Jeff? I don't. The, from I'm standing outside. It's starting to snow now. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like in panic mode and rush mode and thinking, should we just call a record right now? Get this thing taken care of before morning. Should we wait to try to try to get enough juice into the battery to, to let it start? So I didn't spend a whole lot of time, but just briefly reading through some, uh, yeah, re- reading online, it sounded like within three to four hours of reconditioning a battery, it's supposed to basically drain the battery, and then you're supposed to be able to charge it. Is okay. kind, kind, of, kind of my understanding of it, but it's, sure. a, but it's a three to four hour process. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, let's let's hit this thing. I'll set a timer for three hours, an alarm, and then I'll come back out and check it. Mm-hmm. So we did that. We went uh, we went to bed and had my alarm set for midnight. Uh, I did check it a few times between there to see if it was still running mm-hmm. before we actually went to sleep, <laughs> and it kept on like it was doing the same thing. It was making sounds at least, and it was I could hear it was working, mm-hmm. unlike before when I tried to. You know, jump started, mm-hmm. but uh, at 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 midnight again, I, I went and checked it. So it's been now. It was, I think it was now four hours, at least three mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. And it's no progress. Mm-hmm. It still says the exact same thing, and uh, so I decided. Well, at this point, let's just wait till morning. Mm-hmm. So set the alarm for five a.m. We basically had to leave by seven. If the roads were going to be bad, we thought we had to leave by seven to be at home with plenty of time. Mm-hmm. That was kind of our target was let's try to leave by 7. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, when 5 a.m. rolls around, go back out, and there's no progress. It's still saying the exact same thing. Interesting. I again try yeah. to do the jump start, and it, like, does the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Shows that it's fully charged and doesn't doesn't run. So I called the nearest 24-hour wrecking service at, mm-hmm. you know, a few minutes after 5 a.m., and he said, yep, no problem. They'll have someone out in half an hour or 45, 45 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it took longer than that, but Reliable uh, reliable was the name of the company. They sent someone out, and I want to get all these details right. He was a younger guy, really, really skinny. Like, wow, really skinny. <laughs> uh, and he said, and I, I told the lady... I need to jump start my vehicle. Mm-hmm. The lady that had answered the the call. And maybe I should have said it needs to be at least a 20 foot. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I should give more clarification that it, it's kind of in an, it's in a bad spot to jump start a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Either way, <clears throat> this, the record comes and he jumps out and I tell him what's up. And he said, well, he's more, the heavy duty towing guy. He's not the, 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 the like the the service guy mm. that gets your vehicle running when it just stops running. Mm-hmm. He said, "But I think we can. It's obviously too tight for him to get close enough with mm-hmm. the jumper cables that he has. But he he had longish jumper cables, but mm-hmm. it was it was too far. It was still still too far, still too far away. He yeah. he couldn't even get as close as the pickup truck could mm-hmm. from earlier. He said, let's try to just pull it out, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can get close enough to the road that." that my jumper cables will reach. Mm-hmm. So we, we and, and it's not neutral. Keep this in mind. Yeah. Based, and I, I mean, he was aware of this. And he said, it should be okay. Like, there's enough snow on the ground. It, it should be all right. Yeah. Or he, actually, he said, it'll be fine. So he starts pulling it out. And it does start going back, but it also starts going towards the lawn. Uh. And uh, and I did tell him, you know, this is just an Airbnb. We don't, we don't 
own this place. So yeah. Let's not mess up their yard too badly. And he's uh, so he tried tried a little bit and just like wasn't making progress. He said, "Hey, uh, he didn't have like a jumper battery pack with him, mm-hmm. which I assume is what he would come with, uh, but he wasn't the normal guy." So he said, let me run back to the shop. I'll get our battery pack, and then we'll get this thing fired up. Mm-hmm. So he leaves. I go and shower. He comes back half an hour later, and he's got a battery pack. So he sets it on the front, hooks it up, and we give it a couple minutes. And Oh, and as soon as he connects it, lights come on. Oh, man. So it's, it's something's happening. So, we, again, we're making progress at least. More lights come on. The headlights come on. The interior lights come on. There's uh-huh. lights everywhere. Uh-huh. And uh, wait a few minutes, and he, he jumps in and, like, tries to start it. And it, it, it turns over, but not enough to actually start. Right. So he's like, ah, let's give it 10 minutes. Let's fill out some paperwork. We go do that. Jump, come back again, and the same thing. It still does not start. Yeah. It turns over, but does not start. Uh. And and then he's like, all right, um, let's try it. Actually, the last time, I think, it was, I think it was the second or third time he tried starting it, he got into neutral, mm-hmm. which was brilliant on his part. Yeah, because I hadn't thought about that. So he has it in neutral. He says, "Now we can pull it back." Yeah. So I jump in. We he hooks it up, pulls me back, uh, and now we're out on the road. And mm-hmm. now we get jumped from his truck. His trunk has yeah. way more voltage, <clears throat> and then the truck finally roars to life. Oh man! <sighs> and now I'm just paranoid that. That this thing's going to automatically turn off. It's a it's a newer vehicle. Yeah. And sometimes, like when you stop, it'll just turn off. Oh right, right. So I'm a little right. bit paranoid that it's just going to turn off on its own. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I told Carmen we were we were we had already loaded the vehicle when he left mm-hmm. to go get the battery pack. We loaded the vehicle, and so I told her, let's just, let's just go. I'm worried this thing's going to turn off, and we're going to be have to get it jumped again. Right. So we did. We we let it, we did let it warm up a little bit, and we left. And I was a little worried. I wasn't sure if how the alternator works. Like, does it sense how full the battery is? And will it also not put juice into the battery? But thankfully, the battery, like, it did fully charge, and we turned it off and turned it back on after we got home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did stop for coffee, and I just left it running. Yeah. I said, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> risking it. And from now on, I used to always drive into my driveway. Yep. I used to always drive into wherever almost. Uh-huh. Now I am a, a firm believer in backing in, <laughs> backing in. leaving the front of my vehicle exposed <laughs> so that it can be jumped <laughs> if it needs to be. Ruben, you just need to you need to invest. Have you bought a jumper cable set yet? Not yet, but it's only been <clears throat> two days. I, it's on my list. You, you need to buy one, and you just need to buy a really long one because, like, <laughs> nobody has long ones anyways. It is true. Like, so, so the next time, here's what's going to happen. If you just buy a normal jumper cable set, you're good because you backed in. But the next time you're going to need it, it's going to be your neighbor, and he's the one that drove in, and you're unable to pull him out. So you should just buy like a 30-foot-long jumper cable. Well, I wonder if the reason they're not longer is also because do they lose voltage in a distance? Yeah, they do, but probably but, not that much. Okay. But I don't know. I imagine because well, I've already strung them together. I've had the same issue, and I've strung multiple jumper cables That's together. That's a great idea, Jeff. I like yeah. that. Um, well, when when we uh, when when my wife's car back when we had it, the alternator gave out, and so we had it on a car dolly, and I was trying to get it off, and I couldn't get it off. I couldn't pull it off. It's like car dollies are made so the vehicle stays on there, and they're really hard to get off. 
Um, and so I had to start the car to back it off. Even when it was in neutral, I could not pull it, could not push it off. So I needed to actually to power the wheels to get it off. And I strung three jumper cables together and still couldn't reach the truck battery. <laughs> and so what I ended up actually doing was attaching it to the lawnmower, and then I, then I got it jumped. So the lawnmower had a big enough battery. The lawnmower could... had a big enough battery, just just big enough to get it started. Wow. But the car would literally, if you have a bad alternator, it's really bad. The car will literally run for like 30 seconds and die. So, what, anyways. What yeah. part of the engine needs the battery to do something? Just the or, starter. Or, or, an, or an alternator. I think to keep the lights running. maybe run. But the, the engine itself needs the alternator. I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know enough about, about electronics in the vehicle. I think that that a fair amount of the the main functions use the battery but like the actual engine like uses the alternator okay or something because the 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 engine also uses electricity to run or to mm-hmm. to create the sparks okay um but yeah d- a good alternator is more important than a good battery yeah the the trucker or the wrecker said yeah with the alternator it'll cuz i asked him like should we be careful not to use uh like heated seats or stuff that that uses mm-hmm. the ba- uses the battery, he said no. You can <clears throat> use whatever. Yeah, the alternator should be good enough to do everything on your car without the battery. Like the battery could be bad, but everything would still work as long as the battery would hold a slight charge. Yeah. But did your truck sit for a long time in the like? It was just a like a day basically that it was dead. It was probably two days. Yeah, it's so probably I'll- not a big deal. If a battery sits for a long time especially in the cold and it's drained, then it can actually, like, almost ruin the battery. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I have if you ever, I have heard that. If you ever, like, are curious whether that has happened or not to your vehicle, you can always go to, like, uh, Napa Auto Parts or AutoZone or Advanced Auto, especially AutoZone and Advanced Auto. They're just, like, really good, and they, they'll check it for free, and they'll tell you if you need a new one, and they're, they're really helpful. Very good. Um, I thought there was something else I was going to say about the weekend. Oh, it did make me just really appreciate helpful neighbors. Mm-hmm. The uh, the neighbor that came over to try to pull out the to try to pull us out and then to gave us the trickle charger. He was, I think, by the response you can tell, he was really grumpy. Yeah, at the beginning, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then as soon as he saw Carmen, he really. <laughs> His tune changed so much. <laughs> he was really chipper and friendly then. And I did tell him, like, I, I made it clear. I, I told him that I was really, really appreciated him helping uh, us out. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then and then we didn't even have church. So you, you came home early for naught. We came home early, it's true. But I wouldn't have been able to really relax without the vehicle being yeah. able to start. Yeah. Uh, and then we got home yeah, so we got home then probably around 10.30 or 11, mm-hmm. and we're able to uh, shovel out our driveway mm-hmm. and kind of relax in the afternoon, which was which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we got a fair amount of snow this weekend. For those of you who don't live in the area, it, it, it was I, – I think this is probably more snow than we – like more uh, cumulative snow than we got last year. Right, wow. I I I don't remember having a 
No, we did have a really deep snow last year. We did have one weekend of deep snow. Um, but this is kind of our deep snow of the year. I don't know if it's going to stick around or not, but it's really cold. It's supposed to be like three degrees tomorrow night. Um, so it's staying cold. The snow is, is just kind of like piling up. Um, we got like four inches, I think, Saturday night, and then another inch since then, just kind of on and off. Yeah. Um, which is, I know, not much to some of you, but uh, it's, it's, a for us. it's a fair amount for us, especially in northern Indiana where it melts the next day. So Typically. Yeah, typically. So uh, I was debating about getting a, a snowblower this winter. Yeah. And then before the snow came, I had kind of decided, no, let's just wait one more year. Yeah. Like, we don't use it. The way I look at it is the longer I can go without it, when I do finally buy one, I'll have it that extra year. Mm. So if the lifespan of a snowblower is five years, oh. if I wait till next year, then you, then I can have it until 2027. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think we'll probably wait one more year. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this snow particularly is actually it was f- really fluffy. It was. Like super, super fluffy. And you could actually, um, I think it snowed a little bit Friday morning. And I woke up to this racket outside of my house. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And I, I was waking up for work. And I was like, what in the world is going on? And I look out the window and there is my super helpful neighbor out with a leaf blower blowing off my driveway for me. Oh, wow. It was super nice. He blew off the sidewalk. He blew off my car. He blew off the... Uh, the the driveway where I had to drive out. It was he was really nice. What, was it Brad? No, it wasn't Brad. Wow. It was my uh, it was my Mexican neighbor. Hmm. I'm pretty sure unless unless it was Brad and he just looked different. I don't know. I don't haven't seen Brad in his winter gear yet. Yeah. I did wonder. It was a really light snow, so a a leaf blower would probably yeah do do pretty it, good. Actually, with it. Leaf blowers are awesome when the snow is just fresh, but when it starts to like melt. When it, when it sits a day and it melts a little bit, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, or if it's like a wet snow. Yeah. All right. Well, Jeff, I don't know. Should we? Is there anything else that we should? Do? We don't have coffee today. No. We're, um, we've decided the rule is we have to have three people to review the coffee, and we don't today. So. All right. Well, I think that's. I think that's it. Do you want to do the word of the week? Oh man. The word of the week is. Or, or or points? Do you have any? Are there any oh, points? I, that you I don't want? have any points. Well, I've I'm not, I have I'm not a as point. good as late. I'll, I'll do that. a point. Do a point. I think I might have said at the beginning, but always park your vehicle expecting there to be motor problems, mm. and then you'll at least be in better shape than if you had the front of your vehicle, you mm. know, trapped in on all sides. Expect the worst. <laughs> all right. That's, that's the only tip I have. Uh, the word of the week is going to be jumper cables. Jumper cables.